Akutta Sichas Chelik Chav, Pasha Miket Sicha Aleph, a summary of the Sicha. On the Pasuk in this week's Pasha, that Yosef, it talks about all the 70 people that came to Mitzrayim, and Yosef, he had two sons that were born, Beterim Tobish Nasara, before the onset of the hunger years here. So Rashi explains. From here we learn that a person is prohibited from engaging in marital relations during years of hunger. So Rash Taisis asked the question, we know that Yechebed was born as they were arriving to Mitzrayim. So the question is, how could Levi, the father of Yechebed, how could he engage in marital relations nine months earlier, which was already the second year of the hunger, it was during the hunger, so how could he engage if it's prohibited? The same question is asked also about Yitzchak. It says that Abimelech, when they were in Gror, which was a time of hunger, and they, they claimed that they were brother and sister, and Abimelech looked through the window and he saw that they were engaging in marital relations, so he said, how could, you know, why'd you do this? So, you know, he, the cat was out of the bag, so to speak. So, but the question is, how could he be engaging in marital relations if it was in the middle of a hunger year? So a number of answers are given by different commentaries. Uh, one is that um, this, was, this is not an outright pro- uh, prohibition. It was a something beyond the letter of the law. And Yitzhak and Levi were not, enga- were not uh, doing that. In other words, they weren't going that beyond the letter of the law. Also that it was before Matan Torah, so then it wasn't really a prohibition. The fact that we, we point to Yosef, that that's where we learn it from, that's only sort of uh, something to lean on. It's called an asmachta. It doesn't teach us the law. It's really something to, the law is the law. And we see a reference to it from Yosef. Another answer could be that with somebody that doesn't have any children, therefore is a mitzvah that they have to have children and therefore it doesn't apply to them and Yitzchak and Levi did not have children yet uh, at that time another answer is that this only applies that a Yid is prohibited from engaging when other Jews are in distress therefore you have to join them in their difficulty rather than engaging at that time but and, and therefore Yitzchak it didn't apply to him there was nobody else that he had to uh, consider in that matter and Levi um, since the, the the children of Jacob did have food, and therefore they weren't in distress, and therefore they were, he was permitted. So then, why was Yosef uh, uh, refraining? Because he didn't know that Jacob and his children had food. They were off away in Canaan. He thought that they were they were having the difficulty of the year of hunger, and therefore he refrained. But the question is, why doesn't Rashi tell us any of this? Rashi doesn't give us any of these answers. And he doesn't bring up the question at all, especially in the, fa- in the light of the fact that Rashi laid the ground for having all these questions, because he already explained back by Avimelech and Yitzchak that he saw Yitzchak engaging in marital relations. So then the question comes up, it was in the middle of a hunger year, it's an obvious question. And also, Rashi is the one that tells us that Yechebed was born at the time when they entered Mitzrayim. So he left open the obvious question that how could she be conceived in the, in the years of hunger? But he doesn't answer anything. And he can't say he's relying on these answers that we just gave. First of all, because they all have difficulty. They're, all, uh, they're not smooth answers. Because what are you going to say? Yitzchak and Levi 
everybody should conduct themselves beyond the letter of the law, except for Yitzchak and Levi, they're the only ones that don't, which is a difficulty with that one. But the big question is, Rashi doesn't allude to any of these answers. He leaves the question hanging, doesn't address the question at all. In fact, Rashi states it as a simple prohibition. He doesn't say, except for if you don't have children or other conditions. He doesn't make any exceptions to the rule. He just states the rule. So these answers don't really work in Rashi's view of it. Another question about Rashi. Rashi says, from here we learn that a person is prohibited from engaging during a time of hunger. Why does Rashi say this is where we learn it from? But by saying that, it means that he's trying to tell us this is the place we learn it from, not from some other place. Otherwise, he could have left out that word altogether. He could have said, um, because a person is prohibited from engaging during years of hunger. So, in fact, we do find in Yishalmi and the Medish that they also, uh, they also send us back to the story of Noyach that Noyach was told, you shall come into the Teva. Hashem is instructing him how to enter the Teva. It should be you and your sons and your wife and the wives of your sons. So the, the Torah somehow separates the men, you and your sons, and then the women, the, your wife uh, and, her, and their wives. So why the separation of the men and the women? From here we learn, or that because... We learned that as when he went into the Teva, he was prohibited from engaging in marital relations throughout their period in the Teva. That's why they went in the men separate and the women separate. So we see that there is another source. And the reason there is because when the whole world is in distress, so then one is not uh, permitted to engage. So that seems to be the same idea that in, during a year of hunger you're not allowed to and uh, there, when people are in distress. seems to be the same thing. So Rashi, who himself said that this is because, he explained that whole thing, that uh, Noyach was prohibited, so then why does he say that we learned it from here? From the Yosef rather than from Noyach? So the answer is, it's from the word Mikan that we learn this whole approach of Rashi to this matter. Rashi is saying, we learn it from Yosef, not from Noyach. The Noyach story doesn't tell us what we need to know. Why is that? by saying, by the story of Noyach, it says, because the world is in a state of distress. So the question is, which world? So which world are we talking about? The whole world doesn't exist anymore. Everybody is wiped out. So who's in distress? So we have to say that it's the people that are in the Teva, the only survivors. So the people that are in the Teva are the ones that are in, are in distress, and therefore they're not allowed to engage. So how does that teach us anything about people that are not in distress? In a year of hunger, let's say, I have food, there are people uh, you know, in the next uh, city over, or the next country over, that are in a state of hunger. So I'm not part of that. Do I also have to refrain from the story of Noyach? We don't know. We only know when you're in that situation, you're not allowed to engage. Therefore, it can't be from the story of Noyach. So to explain the, the difference, we see another difference in the way Rashi puts it. Rashi says, a person is prohibited from engaging during years of hunger. He says years of hunger. He quotes from the Gemara. It's true that in the Gemara it says years of hunger, but why did he have to? He doesn't have to quote it the way, exactly the way the Gemara says it. 
if he has to quote the way is most understood in Pshudosh Mikra. In the Pasuk over here, it says, Shnas Harav, that they, that they were born, the children of Yezu were born in the year of hunger, not years. So why does Rashi use the term years of hunger? Changing from the Pasuk, even though, as we said, he's quoting from the Gemara, but there's no need for him to quote exactly verbatim from the Gemara. Especially the, by changing it from the year of hunger to the years of hunger, it seems to change the, the halacha as well. Does it, only, does it apply only if there is an extended period of hunger going on, years? Or is it even if it's only one year, a temporary situation? And it's not just a question of how long did it go on for. It's, it's a difference of is it a passing thing or is it something that's here to stay? That's a much bigger difference. And therefore, if you say that, it's, that it applies also in a, a year of hunger, so it means even if it's a passing thing, you would still be prohibited. If you say that it's years of hunger, it means only if it's something which has set in, and it's an ongoing problem, and it's not going away, only then is it prohibited. And that's what Rashi is actually saying. He's telling us that the prohibition only applies when it's an ongoing problem, when it's not a temporary thing, when it's an ongoing problem. And the reason is because it seems that the Hashem has changed things. There's something going on. Normally, the Torah says that the planting and the harvesting, reaping and sowing, these are things which are going to go on forever. They're not going to change. Here, we see that Hashem has changed not just by a one-time thing, but that it's an ongoing change in, in the way the world is meant to run. So therefore, one might then consider, and one should consider, that perhaps this is not the time to go on with life as usual, bringing children into the world. It's a change in the way Hashem wants to run the world right now. So that only applies when there is multiple years of hunger, but not one year of hunger. And that's why Rashi quotes from the Gemara, not from the Pasuk. So therefore, if we understand it this way, so if one understands already that this is an ongoing problem, then it becomes prohibited. But if it's just the first year of the hunger, so then it's not prohibited because you don't know that it's an ongoing problem. And that's why Yitzchak, it was a one-year hunger. That's why he was permitted to be engaging at that time. The same thing with Levi. He, she, uh, Yechebda was conceived in the first three months of the second year of hunger because she was born at the end of that year, nine months later. So we know that at that time there was no way for Levi to know that this was going to be an ongoing problem. It's only the, first, the, the, first, uh, the beginning of the second year of hunger. Who knows what's going to happen this year? Things could get better. And therefore he wasn't refraining at that time, especially that it's actually a mitzvah. We are all the yin, everyone, the whole world is commanded to be fruitful and multiply, to have children. So why would he refrain? It would be going against Hashem's wishes to refrain unless he knows for sure that there's going to be an ongoing hunger. And he didn't know it at the time and that's why they were permitted. But when we talk about Yosef, then why did Yosef refrain? That his children were born before the hunger because he knew without question that there's going to be a seven year stretch of hunger. So he already knew right at the beginning that it was prohibited for him to engage and that's why he didn't engage right from the start. That's why his children were born before the hunger. And therefore from Yosef we know 
that once a person knows that, that it's a time of Schneider oven, of an ongoing hunger, he's prohibited from engaging. And you might ask the question, everybody must have known already that Yosef had predicted that there was going to be a seven-year hunger, because it was after seven years of plenty, and so it, the news must have got around. So then why didn't Levi know it at the time? The answer is, the simple answer, Levi had no idea that this was Yosef who predicted it. He knew what the story that went around was. There was this young lad who uh, is an, a slave. These were all ways of, of describing Yosef as a substandard person. You know, just a young guy from the other side of the river. Who knows where he comes from? He's a slave. And he made a prediction like that. In fact, all the other professional dream interpreters of Parai, they interpreted it very different, and everybody knew that. Only he interpreted it this way. So why would anybody take that seriously? And even though they saw that there were certain things that came true, but even, uh, even then we know the rule that, a, uh, that there is no dream without foolishness, without um, you know, stuff that, that doesn't really happen. Ein cholim b'li dvarim so therefore, why would Levi take that seriously enough to say that he should stop doing the mitzvah of having children because some guy in Egypt interpreted a dream of a guy and that therefore I should know from this that there's going to be a seven-year hunger? That's not a reason to stop doing the mitzvah. But this is how it is in Pshut Mikra. But we see that the Torah Shulchan Aruch, they paskin, they say b'shnas harav, in a year of hunger. They don't say that it has to be in years of hunger. So obviously the halacha looks at it differently than the Pshutosh Mikra looks at it. And the, the Shulchan Aruch makes it, uh, seems to point it to the fact that the Jewish people are in a, a situation of distress and the Gemara in fact has before that it says that somebody that um, that also suffers along with people that are in uh, hunger will be rewarded for that and somebody that separ- afterwards it says that somebody separates himself from the community and they're in distress but he goes on with life as, as usual well you know the Gemara talks about it in a negative way so over there it does make it about the the suffering of the Jews and that's why you have to live along with it not as Shudrash Mikra which Rashi explains seems to make it about this is a different time Hashem has set a different path into the world and therefore this isn't the right the time to have children. The Shulchan Aruch seem, sees it differently. And this explains another point. The Torah says that Yosef's children were born before the hunger. Not that they were conceived before the hunger. So why would they have to be born before the hunger? They, since uh, that was nine months earlier that it, they, 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 they were conceived. They could have been conceived five months before the hunger and be born in the year of the hunger. The, the reason is because it's not about people in distress and therefore before the hunger everything is fine it's about this is not a time that Hashem has set up for procreation is what the message of this extended time of hunger is and therefore Yosef made sure that this is not a time to have his children the children should be born before that but of course this is only something that pertains to Yosef himself because he was the only one that actually had any information of, with certainty that there's going to be a seven stretch and they, he was the only one that could you know, moderate himself in that way because he knew but nobody else was able to know that so for them the halacha is that they're not allowed to engage in 
in uh, procreation during the years of hunger, but nothing about not doing it, not having uh, children during the years of the hunger. And over here we see also how Rashi's interpretation fits in well with the Seychabatayra, with the underlying, with the esoteric part of Taita. In Zaira it says that Yosef didn't want to have children during the time of the of the hunger because those are bad times. So Yosef, the, the, the Zaira says he shut off his fountain, closed down his fountain for having children during the years of hunger, and and um, because children that are born in a time like a person that uh, is still having children during a time of hunger those children are considered to be like alien children and not the good kind of children that one wants that's what the Zaire says and the Rebbe's father says that what this means is it's talking about not having children born in the time of hunger that's what the Zaire is referring to that even the birth of the children never mind the conception of the children which of course fits in perfectly with what Rashi was saying that this is about the time not about the fact that people are in distress but because this is not a good time for this kind of activity for having children this is the wrong time for it